Hi everyone, a massive warm welcome to today's Altcoin Bible. Love these episodes where we get to tune into the charts and look at three cryptos, Cherry Right, one to watch, and also one that I really don't like the look of, a danger zone. It's been a massive, massive week, if not month, in crypto. FTX collapse has really put a bit of a downer on the structure that was building for Bitcoin, and we've just ran through to a new low. Uh, but what's really important to understand in this market, while there is uh, absolute correlation between altcoins and Bitcoins, sometimes you see relative strength or you see extreme weakness the other direction in some other cryptos. So they're really where I want to focus on today, and that's relative strength. So cryptos that are holding up really well against Bitcoin's uh, volatility to the downside. Don't expect that to continue much longer unless there's another major catalyst. So I think we're due for a bit of a spring here soon. Some cryptos, again, are positioned better to rebound faster, and they're the ones I really want to focus on. Uh, also, I won't tell you exactly what they are today. I'm going to leave it as a bit of a surprise, uh, but uh, we're going to crack into the first chart right now, uh, and that would be my cherry ripe. So Litecoin. Don't often see Litecoin in these episodes. It just hasn't been doing too much. But if we look at it as a, a long-standing cryptocurrency that's been around for a few cycles, it's actually moving really, really strongly, almost out of nowhere. So that really takes my attention. There's a lot of chatter about it, that how good it's looking on charts, especially on Twitter. I went to look at the chart today and yeah, really surprised with its strength. It really has not followed Bitcoin whatsoever over this last little period. I mean, it did have a bit of a drop here, which was around about 35%, which is pretty big. Uh, however, the rebound has been quite significant. You can see there it's about a 54% rebound off the low there. So I really, really like that. Also, if we just pull up the Fibonacci retracement, yeah, uh, you'd be surprised how often these cryptos towards the lows, or even if you scroll this out to a larger time scale, if you look to the weekly and say, go back to 2020 and then draw this Fibonacci retracement to the high that we had in 2021, most of these cryptos all come back to the 0.786, if not pull back a little bit lower if there's another catalyst like FTX. But more often than not, these mathematical numbers tend to uh, be respected. So this is a 78, uh, around 78% uh, retracement from this local high up here, which is down there. And now Litecoin's pulling away. Really, really like the look of this. And, and again, in previous cycles, the narrative was that Litecoin was the silver to Bitcoin's gold. I'm not sure whether that narrative still holds, but if you look at Litecoin, fundamentally, it's got... Uh, a fixed supply, very similar to Bitcoin, you know, similar uh, methodology around it, but it's got a, a larger supply. So uh, whether there's that uh, flight to a bit more safety into, say, proof of work, finite supply coins, maybe that's what we're seeing. Maybe there's a partnership or a, a big company that's moving forward with Litecoin or a country that's about to endorse it. You just don't know. Regardless, it's showing great relative strength there and it interests me tremendously when I see that. I'm also seeing this indicated down the, the bottom here, the on-balance volume. It looks very much to me like the on-balance volume, so this is the volume traded on this exchange, so this is Coinbase, is starting to pick up, which is what you want to see in a bit of an uptrend, if it's, at least if a crypto is trying to make an uptrend, it's exactly what you want to see. If you see a crypto making an uptrend and you see a divergence where the on-balance volume on this exchange is actually dropping, I would consider that quite a bad sign because there's not a lot of power behind the move and it could be a bit of a fake out. Uh, so yeah, just keep that in mind. But to me, this all looks really, really nice. I love that Litecoin significantly is back above the 200 daily moving average. So it's 200, the average uh, average line, I guess, average line price of the last 200 of these candles. You can just see there it's uh, climbed back above the red, bounced back a little bit, then just shot away from it. Also, it's on top of this blue line here, which is the 21 moving average. So the average of 21 of those candles. Uh, importantly, that tells me whether something's in a, 
a shorter term uptrend it's got a bit of you know legs to it what i like as well is you can clearly see here sorry i'll just <laughs> stop editing the, the damn chart but if we have a look here put a low here We've got a high here we can come back and this low here importantly is higher than the last low so that's a higher low broadly you can also see here this high over here is higher than the previous high that's what you want to see when we begin to see these uptrends begin to form what we want to see over here with litecoin here is blitz for through this this top um, resistance rather and this resistance over here was back in the may june area when we had the collapse so this is a really important line to get above once we do it should hopefully find support here and then move higher, creating another higher high. And then you have a really clear uptrend where it's um, a low, a high high, a higher low, a higher high, a higher low, and it just continues to move higher until the move exhausts itself uh, like that. But uh, for me, very much cherry ripe. Also, what I really like as well, it's above a lot of this volume cluster over here, which has just been oscillating through this area. So heavy volume traded in this block here, Litecoin's above it. And when you see it resting above it, it really has a lot of oxygen to fill this gap here. That's why I think $100 is probably a really good point uh, to think Litecoin is going to run to it because there's a big gulp of oxygen, which could just suck it right up. Uh, if you're patient, you can wait for Litecoin to maybe find resistance here, potentially have a pullback to around $63 or on top of this previous volume area around $64, $63. Yeah, again, that's where I think it could come back to, especially if we see further volatility in Bitcoin. So far, love the strength in Litecoin. All right, along that same vein, Matic has shown great resilience and relative strength. It was doing that previously when Bitcoin was having a bit of trouble around 21000 and then it dropped down to 17.5. Uh, Matic in this region was really finding some solid strength in here and bouncing quite significantly. I think it was off the 0.5 or 0.6. Uh, where did it get to? Yeah, 0.618. So that's a really good sign. So it's, it's just climbed up and then it's come back to the 0.618. So 60, about 60% retracement there, bounced and started to climb high. You can very clearly see the higher lows going there. So really, really like Matic. Had the big flush with everything that happened in the previous few weeks. That's all fine, but you really want to see how it responds. And right now, Matic has bounced off the 200 daily moving average. It's done it here again. This is this area, which I consider an incredibly nice buy zone. This is a liquidity where whenever Matic drops into this area, it's bought up fairly quickly. And here it just slightly wicks. So it really doesn't want to drop lower than that. Importantly, it's holding this volume line here. Uh, it's above that as well, rallied quite hard. Really wants to get above this volume support here. Once it does, I think it gets back above a dollar quite quickly uh, and just shoots up to you know 1.2, 1.5. So that, that would be the uh, the previous peak there that really wants to challenge. That relative strength is really, really strong. You know, Matic has had so many good things happening in the background in terms of um, you know partnerships with uh, Instagram, you know, talks with Disney about their accelerator program as well. There's a lot of speculation that YouTube are about to partner with Matic as well. So these are the kind of things you really want to look at in bear market phases, if you're looking to um, either do short-term trading or longer-term investing or even mid short to mid-term investing, those are the kind of things you really want to look at because that's where the capital will gravitate towards even by either by speculation, perception, or that fundamental value which you are ultimately looking for in that longer-term investment thesis. So uh, Matic, really like the look of it here. Now, one that I just don't like the look of is Cardano. It has been just in a horrible, horrible, horrible downtrend. It just hasn't been able to find a final floor and I'm not sure it has yet either. So um, yeah, just shocking the way that, that has just clawed its way down like a, um, I guess, a, a tennis ball that just constantly gets weaker and weaker and weaker with every bounce. And there's a few lines in here, it's a little bit noisy, so I'll just try and clear it up, going a bit further. Uh, we will remember, because I've had this as my danger zone a few times, so it's the gift that keeps on giving. Went into this very bearish pattern that um, 
descending triangle, which you know bounced into this floor over and over again. And then once it broke, that is an immediate short signal. Uh, for me, you just you don't really want to have a bar of it because then this floor suddenly becomes resistance on the underside. So you can see here, tried to break back above, sold heavily into, tried to break back above, sold heavily into again. And you know, the more times it does that, just like up here, generally it means that it's going the other direction. It's pretty happy that the price, um, or I guess uh, buyers are happier for lower prices. So that's what that really signals. Now it's fallen down to this uh, very consequential horizontal level, which was my next support level uh, for Katano because of this cluster over here and also volume support. It lost that as well. Uh, it's just some huge red flags here for me. Now, if we were to look at this, this descending triangle up here, but now we want to translate a very similar methodology to what we did there down to this horizontal support. I'm going to move these uh, over here, or rather, I'm going to move that. Uh, yeah, there's so we had that there. Then we had another one here. So we had a couple of tests of this floor, and I'm going to count that as well because we bounced straight back up. But then we had the breakdown. So that that's what happened around about that area there, broke down underneath. So that's about there. I'll get rid of that. But what we really want to see here is Cardano actually rally back above this horizontal support rather quickly. Uh, really needs to get back above, find that as support, and then begin to climb its way out of it. Uh, because not only has it lost a lot of this volume, it's under this just horrible horizontal support, which uh, for me, it likely comes up, runs into it, and then falls lower to the next major support, around about 20, uh, 20 cents. I really don't like that. But you can just see the methodology there. Once it breaks these really strong, you suppose, really strong supports, they then flip resistance. So support, flip resistance. So underneath, now it's going to really struggle to break back above unless there's some strong buying power that really pushes it back above. Otherwise, short sellers and sellers are just going to wait here at this um, key horizontal and just try and smash it down further if Cardano shows any weakness, which it is. The RSI doesn't look uh, you know, very good at all to me in terms of strength. It just seems to be just waning off there down below. So Cardano, for me, it's a good candidate to drop lower this isn't cardano is not um alone by any means but i just think it looked really clean and i wanted to show you guys the methodology around uh where you can look at those those patterns and, and even horizontals i think horizontals are probably the best thing you can use patterns are very speculative and subjective uh, horizontals tend to be really good because they they respect trading flaws as well as fibonacci retracement moving averages i think they're really really good to pay attention to so uh, if I'm a buyer here for Cardano, I'm going to wait for a low. I'm going to wait for a, a pretty clear higher low, um, yeah, higher low, higher high structure that builds maybe on the four hour and the one hour. Uh, but ultimately, I, I just I wouldn't be getting interested in Cardano until it's back above this horizontal, uh, and then then I might get interested in that. But uh, in terms of where it could go, I think twenty cents is is potential that that could be quite extreme to be honest uh maybe somewhere in between but you just don't know in this situation so we just have to use the data that is available to us at the time all right guys hope you've enjoyed this episode as always i have an absolute blast if you're listening on the podcast hope uh it has been informative for you as well uh have a great day and we'll catch you again next week bye